Welcome to Blueprint for California Advocates podcast. My name is Christina Boss Hamilton. I am the founder of KBH Advocacy, a lobbying and consulting firm based in Sacramento. Welcome. Today I'm talking with Brian Blum, the political director for the California Labor Federation. Brian is a longtime expert on electoral politics in the state. Really happy he chose to spend some time with me. We go through several of the key races for Congress that will be instrumental for retaining control of the House in November. I do want to note that we had this conversation several days after the primary. Since then, more results have come in from the election, and we now know that CD13 in the San Joaquin Valley with Assemblymember Adam Gray running will be a very close call, so that is another race to add to the list. I will link to more information in the show notes. Check it out. Let me know what you think about today's episode. Enjoy. I would like to acknowledge last week's decision by the Supreme Court by radical, religious, fundamentalist, extremist to take away our right as women to control our bodies. I am extremely hurting and upset as I know you are. And so I just want to send love out. I will do future episodes of the podcast about what it is we can do right now to fight back. But I want to say right now that building community and uplifting each other is just so important. And it is also a fundamental way that we fight back and respond to the attacks and the terrible direction that our country is going. So with that, I'm with you. Stay strong. We keep fighting and we keep going forward. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Brian. I hold you in very high esteem when it comes to all things electoral here in California. And so I appreciate you spending time and would love a quick intro on who you are and how you landed here. Absolutely. My name is Brian Bloom. I'm the political director for the California Labor Federation. For those folks that aren't familiar, we're basically the umbrella organization for labor unions in California. We have 1,200 affiliates, locals around the state. And I've been fortunate enough to be the political director at the Labor Federation since 2004, so I guess 18 wow. years now, and seen a lot of changes. I remember when it was back in California politics, when we could have Republican governors, and, and it was an open question of who was going to control the legislature, and, and seen labor being part of this change about how we have changed California for the better. As political director for the Labor Fed, I've had a chance to sort of see that all happen. Well, that's some amazing history and, in fact, provides you with a wonderful eye for what's happening at the moment. We just finished with the primary election on Tuesday. It's now Thursday, 5.39 p.m. to be to be precise. Let's talk about the congressional big swing races that all of the country is looking at because we have a lot of them here. Katie Porter, first one that jumps into my mind. Yep, yep. Um, uh, although she did really well, right? I think she was way in the high 50s. Yeah, she, she did well and she gets a lot of small dollar contribution really has, has sort of become a rock star yeah. uh, progressive community. So she's well positioned to defend herself. With Even though the, the district was redistricted into more conservative, right? Absolutely. That's, she's yeah. going to need that help and that support because the district was made more conservative. And what do you think there is that this might be a problem? Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would say 
like it's better to be overly cautious at, at the outset. And so it is one of these processes where, particularly on some of these high profile congressional races, you're going to see a lot of polling and even public polling sort of looking yeah. at these races. And so there'll be a little bit of a sense and a winnowing out of on both sides, which are the right now, Republicans and Democrats will have an expanded map of the seats in play. And then they'll go through the summer and sort of judge both on polling, fundraising, narrowing those lists down a little bit. Mm -hmm. But for sure, for now, I think the Republicans would like nothing better than yep. to knock off Katie Porter. And while I think she's a strong candidate, well positioned, again, the mm -hmm. districts change some. So mm -hmm. for now, I don't want to sound a false alarm or sort of say Katie Porter's in trouble because she ran a great campaign. She always runs great campaigns, but right. this right. changed. And so we just right. have to be there to support her. Okay. Mike Levin, CD 49. What do you think there? Yeah. He, again, a lot of these Democrats that we're sort of talking about are sort of came in in the class of 2018 where we swept. I seven. know. I remember that those were amazing days after the election. Right. Yeah. But the fact that we flipped seven seats from Republicans means that those seven seats were probably pretty competitive because they yeah. were Republican seats. And so yeah. Katie Porter being one of them down in Orange County and Mike Levin as well, sort of part of Orange County in, in San Diego. And so I would say he's similar to Katie Porter in that they won seats. Yeah. They've they've really done well with yeah. their outreach constituents and sort of yeah. Yeah. Uh, building confidence in a brand for them. And so yeah. I do think for the, like the Katie Porters and the Mike Levins of the world that are great candidates, great elected officials, the districts are still competitive. Yeah, And the one thing that I think worries all of us is Democratic wave in, in 2006 and 2008. You saw a Republican wave in 2010, in some ways, 2014. Some things that are out of the local elected officials' control, and that is sort of this national mood or national yeah. wave. You saw sort of this democratic where we took back the house 2018. Yeah, so a lot of these races you see good cans get washed away, yeah, by sort of a national tide. And the one danger for Democrats and the Katie Porters and the Mike Levins is sort of a scenario where they lose mm -hmm. is you know low turnout. I think that is a lack of enthusiasm among the Democratic base and the Democratic base voters. Yeah. And, you know, in California, the downside of, of Gavin Newsom cruising to re-election is that there's no top of the ticket race that's getting. Yeah, attention. yeah that excites people. Right. Right. And again, downside of the U.S. Senate race, Alex Pitti is going to cruise to re-election. So that's which is a great thing, but it also yeah. that it's not going to be getting constant news attention and constant. Yeah. Yeah, uh, at the top of everyone's attention, because that right. really is what drives people to turn out more than anything else is the top of the ticket. That's right. Well, maybe with the legislature sending the constitutional amendment on the ballot for reproductive rights, that likely would play that role, I imagine. Yeah, California, when we talk about sort of big statewide top of the ticket things, you raise a good point. Often ballot measures can play that role. That's right. Uh, we often see more, way more spending on ballot measure campaigns than you do on on candidate races. So that potentially could be yeah. Yeah. One of the things that maybe does turn some folks out some of the ballot measures. All right. So let's see. We're looking upward. I'm just going through the list from the bottom up. Jay Chen, Michelle Steele. That's another one. This theme, Orange County, that was the major battleground for races in 2018. Yep. And it's part of the story of California politics. Orange County going from red, mm -hmm. purple, and we're trying to get it to blue. Mm -hmm. and, but that just means we're in this period where 
so many of the competitive battleground races in California are, are like in Orange County and North San Diego. Yeah. yeah. A lot. It's like the bullseye. It's the center of the storm here. That's right. I don't envy all those organizers in Orange County. That's got to be exhausting. <laughs> it is. You know, I can say the Orange County Labor Federation does a great job. And yes. community allies down there. They have yes. a, a table that they work with community allies, but they have a, a great mobilization and campaign organization that they put together labor with the community allies that. Okay. So actually, who would folks reach out to if they want to get involved in that? The Orange County Labor Federation, the head down there is a woman named Gloria Alvarado. Luis Alamon is their political person. So they're already part of the work ongoing. So if you're part of a progressive group down there in Orange County, you probably already have seen Luis or he's been at a meeting you've been at or Gloria's been at a meeting. But again, don't think of it's just labor that they do their own thing and we do our own thing. Yeah, We only win and the Orange County Labor Fed has been partnering uh, again with the community groups down there. And the Democratic, Democratic activists down there. So, yeah, yeah, if you're not already going to a meeting where activist groups are together and and see Luis, reach out directly to the Labor Federation, Gloria Alvarado or Luis Salomon, and talk about how you want to help keep Orange County moving from red to purple to blue. Excellent. Create genuine connections with your biggest supporters using text. Subtext is an award-winning texting platform that connects hosts with subscribers free from the chaos of social media and the clutter of email. Learn more by going to joinsubtext.com. Using build tracking software shouldn't be rocket science. We know that your time is valuable. Fast Democracy is a streamlined and easy-to-use build tracker that saves you time and allows you to focus on what really matters, advocating for policy. Visit fastdemocracy.com to learn more, and don't forget to use the promo code BLUEPRINT. There's some consideration of whether we have a shot at taking out Ken Calvert. Okay. In sort of the more sort of an inland. Yes, that was one of those surprise performances on Tuesday. That's correct, right? Yeah, and and the district became a little bit more democratic with redistricting. And Mm -hmm. so, again, I'm not putting that at the, at the top tier. But if we have a chance of unseating a Republican, that might be one that we might not have had in previous years. Okay. Um, and Calvert, to be clear, we're looking at Palm Springs, yeah. uh, San Bernardino High Desert area. Does that sound right. right? That's right. Got it. Okay. And so I'll throw that out there. It's probably not as good a target as as Mike Garcia, Congressional uh, mm. District 27. That's sort of mm-hmm. the Valley part of LA mm-hmm. County. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Christy Smith. Uh, That's right. That's right. There. She narrowly lost. 300 votes, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> narrowly lost in 2020. <laughs> Those people who say my vote doesn't count, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. The district has actually become more democratic since 2020 with redistricting. So for sure, like I would say that's, you know, if we're going to pick up a seat in California, it's probably that one. And then there's one other one, the David Valadeo seat, uh, mm-hmm. in Central mm-hmm. Valley, sort of moving to the north. Yeah, uh, where where Rudy Salas is going to be the. That's uh, right. The That's right. The current member. assembly member. That's right. Yeah. So I realized I jumped over CD40, um, Asif Mahmoud. Oh yeah. Uh, against Young Kim. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Again, another Orange County Asif. I think is a great candidate. That's another one that is just a battleground for California yeah. politics, and then a battleground for national politics. Clearly, folks, I would urge folks who are in the OC area who are motivated, yeah. because as we know, control of the house is 
absolutely as necessary as possible to literally defend democracy right now. These are prime opportunities. We don't need to look to other states. This is right here, right now. This is how we defeat Trumpism in California is is these seats. Absolutely. So going back to Christy Smith, how is that the same question where it's the LACLC folks should really reach out and get involved in their existing coalition and tables that they've set? That's right. The LA Fed, LA County Federation of Labor has good good relationships and has partnered with community groups and allies and have really built a very good electoral framework in LA County. And so again, it's not just labor insular, just among labor, it is labor working with our allies. Yeah, that's uh, how LA we Fed, went. you know, being a went. big example there. And, and yeah. so it's Devin O'Series, the political director for the LA Fed, just to name the name, but yeah, it really is the LA Fed. That's been a key part of pulling together tables and with progressive yeah. allies is right there at tables with progressive allies Yeah, uh, for tiny boots on the ground. And, you yeah. know, and when I sort of talked about a big dynamic deciding these races is going to be turnout. Uh, and if we have depressed turnout, we're maybe yeah. lose a couple of Democratic incumbents and, uh, of course, then not flip some of these seats. So it really is labor working with our allies. Uh, that's really it. Do the ground game. That's uh, right. Turnout that's going to be so important uh, in right. the races. I'm going to link in the show notes the different organizations that people can reach out to because I know there's a number of different regional advocacy groups that have been doing amazing work, specifically community-based leadership, right? Where yeah. we're not sending people and flying them in. These are actual, these are the leaders in the community. Well, yeah. Brian, I thank you for spending time. Any parting words that you want to share? Because I know between now and November, you're going to be very busy, I'm sure. Picking up a little bit on that theme and sort of of what we ended on, and then a little bit also what I talked about, sort of like it was a very good night for candidates who came out of the labor movement. and. Yeah to this point of sort of like of authenticity and sort of passion, being able to trump money in a lot of ways. I do think it's a good thing for California, not only that we have candidates that are looking to run for office because they want to do something, that it's not just a career move. They just don't right. want to, right. it's, not, it's not sort of this traditional, well, like he was a small business person there in the Kiwanis club. And so yeah. I'm going to yeah. run for office. Like yeah. it is encouraging to me that these candidates who run because they want to accomplish something, they come, whether it's on a particular issue or they come from the labor movement or they come from some progressive or community groups or nonprofit groups, that it's it's how you run the campaign, but also like finding the right candidate and sort of candidate recruitment. And how yeah. do we look yeah. within our own ranks? Like for far too long, labor probably was sort of, all right, we'll endorse this. That's right. You know, right. who ran for some other office, and this is just another stepping stone. That's and right. more and more, we've been seeing. All right, we'll have our advocates from within our own ranks. Exactly, and they can win, and they we are build winning. our own bench. That's right. right. That's and right. I think that's labor's done that. And I think that's also, of course, happening with other nonprofits and communities. Yes. And yes. I think we want to encourage and sort we of build totally that. do, and we want to fund that, and we want to help train and all of those things. No, you're right because. It has to come from the people. <laughs> right. This notion that we're just going to align behind whoever that the person who was sitting in the right seat at the right time, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't inspire. And I think people are pretty done with that, actually. Right. I agree. Yeah. Thanks so much, Brian. Thanks, Christina. If you are liking the content of my show, please leave a review. That would be awesome and recommend to your networks. You can also check out my socials in the show notes. 
Also, my website, www.kbhadvocacy.com. Hope to connect soon.